We are kicking off a new show, America's Freedom Keepers. And uh, we, we did this a couple times, but we're, we're going to get uh, more steady with this deal. My name is Ray Dietrich, one of the co-founders of America's Keepers, here with my partner, Zach Heilman. What's up, dude? Hey, what's going on, bro? So I've, I've pulled him out of the, the behind the scenes. If you watch uh, Coffee with Cops, Zach is the producer. The guy behind the scenes is one of the co-founders of America's Keepers also. And uh, I made him get on camera. We're going to talk way more about mm -hmm. politics on this. So we have, we have a whole bunch of stuff to, to go. But first, we're going to roll off. Uh, with our open clip to get a little motivation this morning with, with uh, Andrew Breitbart, who figured it out way back when. Let's, let's roll that. All right. The people that have gone out there against the mainstream media and said, you're going to call us racist. You're going to call us potential Timothy McVeigh's. Fuck you. War. And there you have it. You know, I, I went back and read his book. I actually have it right here. I read it again. It's been a long time. This book, if you haven't read it, Righteous Indignation, very, very good. Written in 2011 or 12, before before he passed, obviously, which has been quite a while now. Um, he had the media nailed. He had the media destroyed. He, he knew that it was war. He knew it, it was leftist or in, infiltrating you know, schools and the media and, and politics and everything else. So it's a great read, but there's a huge example of it today. We're going to get into bro. Like, yeah. What a better lead in, right? Like for what we're about to talk to. Oh, it's perfect. Um, so we're going to, we're going to roll. We're going to get into Kenosha. We're going to get into, to Kyle Rittenhouse today. We're going to, we're going to talk about that. We're going to break down some of these videos. Um, the mainstream media. I mean, what a joke, right, dude? It's it's ridiculous. Uh, you and I were just talking earlier. Like I can't believe that some people don't see through it. And with what we're going to show here in these next two clips, I think you'll you, you'll see why I say that. Um, I do get it because. And actually, actually, you know what? I'm gonna, something I didn't even talk with you about, Ray. Perfect example on mainstream media on the on the big channels. The DNC has had more viewers than the RN, the RNC, but online, the online viewers, it's a, it's well higher, like five and six fold. It's a little bit close on mainstream, but on live stream, it's five and six fold the viewership for the RNC versus the DNC. So my take on that is that people who believe fake news are more likely to be Democrats or Democrats are more likely to watch fake news, one or the other. Any any thoughts on that one, Ray? Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I mean, look, if you look at Twitter's where you can get the heartbeat of everything. If you look on Twitter, people don't trust mainstream media, period. And and to be honest, when it comes to like the RNC, DNC, how that broke down, Fox News pissed off about m most conservatives I know because they did more talking over speakers than they did letting letting the message get through. And it really pissed people off. I saw more people join OAN. Uh, I saw more people looking for live stream options. Um, people are sick of mainstream media news, and some people would even include Fox News into that MSM news, right? So um, it, it's gross what's happening, but the trust level in news is, is horrible, and, and we're going to show you a really good reason why. Let, let's get into those. Let's pop those up. All right. Hold on. Let me produce here. No, no so little frameage. I want you to watch. Zach told me what the, what the hell it's called. What's it called at the bottom, dude? A Chiron. Chiron. It's a, it's a new fun fact for today. What, but watch watch the the, the language change it as it goes. Yeah, 
you'll see here if you can see it says violent protests. Yeah, and I think it violent. Shows, I think I, it shows in this video that this was at four thirty in the afternoon as well. So right, I'll, 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 let it, I'll let it roll here. Keep your eye. Just the Chiron more than the words on this. <laughs> First, let's go to CNN's Omar Jimenez. He's in Kenosha for us. Uh, Omar, this incident was captured on video. We want to warn our viewers: uh, the video is graphic, very hard to watch. But set the scene for us. Walk us through what you're learning. That's right, Wolf. Well, there are a lot of investigations playing out right now trying to figure out what led up to Jacob Blake being shot. But what we do know for sure is that... Dude, right there, someone got on the red phone and they're like, it says violent on the screen. Take that off. You know that <laughs> happened, dude. Whether it's a Democrat or it's someone in DNC or, or someone at CNN, whoever's pulling the strings, they, they will refuse to call these violent. And, and there's a huge example of exactly how they play it. Yeah, so that violent was up for about 15 seconds at around 4.30 in the afternoon in Kenosha, Wisconsin. And if you notice, I forget this guy's name, but you'll see in the next clip, it's the same guy. And wait till you see the next Chiron. Yeah, yeah, the next one's great. And, you know, so it went, it went from violent to no mention of violent, and they're only talking about, you know, the, the police are bad and black people are good, period. And he's unarmed, too, even though, you know, they said he had a knife. So, but I'll roll right into that other clip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get into it. So here we go. <laughs> You're seeing behind me is one of multiple locations that have been burning in Kenosha, Wisconsin, over the course of the night. A second night since Jacob Blake was seen shot in the back seven times by a police officer. And what you are seeing now, these images came and come in stark contrast to what we saw over the course of the dates. So check it out. We did a still shot of the fiery but mostly peaceful protesters after police shooting. Full flaming car lot in the background, an absolute mess. And we put stills up and people think it's a meme. I'm like, no, it's not a meme. This is this is actual real life. And they did it before. It happened in Minneapolis. The same thing. They're, they're nuts. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's insane. It went from violent to no mention of violence to peaceful with fire. It's mostly peaceful burning buildings. It, it, hey, it's, it's peaceful fire, bro. I mean, I mean, I yeah, think we're overstepping here. Fire. I would agree with that. And by the way, if you're, if you're watching live, you can get on, we'll, we'll publish your chats. If you're not an asshole um, from, uh, <laughs> from Periscope at America's True. Keepers or uh, on Facebook at America's Freedom Keepers, either one, you can, you can participate in the chat from those get on the, the live stream and we'll be doing this much more often, but what a great example of just just twisting the narrative. Like, literally, that happened. They had violent protests up there. Someone freaked out. They cut it, and it came back. No violent. There's no other explanation for that period. Yeah. It, it's mind-boggling to me. And people, and people like, make fun of conservatives when, when we're calling it fake news. Like, could we have any better, more clear example of fake news than that? Yeah. Well, let's get into uh, let's get into the next thing, the next piece of the narrative. Okay, so the narrative: Kyle Rittenhouse, it's, it's the Kenosha shooting. It's a seventeen-year-old kid who went out there, uh, ended up shooting, killing two, shooting uh, or wounding a third um, in nights of of mostly peaceful protests in, in Kenosha. Now, the narrative on the left, you know, Ayanna Presley was out there calling him a white supremacist. It's it's you know a white supremacist militia vigilante um killing or attacking black people like they're even though all the victims are white 
You know, they're all criminals. All these, none of that matters. None of those things matter. It's a white supremacist, radical, right-wing, wacko, gun nut, militia member, right? Like that's what it is immediately. Not right-wing. He's alt-right-wing. Alt-right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forget it. It's got to be alt. It can't just be right-wing. It's got to be alt because, you know, that, that makes a huge difference. Um, so let's let's check out. We've got some video. We're going to break this down. And look, um, if you don't know me from, from like Coffee with Cops or Thin Blue Line Show, um, I am a, an ex-20-year uh, cop. I've investigated officer-involved shootings, use of force, um, all of the things. I, I, I know my way around investigations a little bit and uses of force and deadly force, murders, shootings, things like that. So I'll, I'll put some perspective on some of the, the film we're going to show from that angle and that experience. And uh, hopefully I can, I can bring this to light. But here's the kid, 17 years old, okay? This is the, – the crazy thing is like these – Number one, the, the independent journalists on the ground on this, man, they are killing it. It's the same kind of crews that are in Portland, same in Seattle. These are these are the people out here that you can trust that actually get video out there that show the truth every single night, like like Elijah Schaefer and these guys out there are, are crushing it. So shout out to all of them. Yeah, 100% on that. I mean, we, we just talked about fake news and all of that. And some of you probably heard, you know, the phrase that we are the news now. And, and that's what it is. Where news breaks today is on Twitter. You've got, I mean, ev everyone has a production studio, phone, microphone, broadcast station in their hand these days. So not only do you have the random cell phone videos, but you have other people who just figured out like, oh, I don't need a full studio. I can just go to where the action is with my GoPro or, or my handheld or whatever and take footage and catch stuff like we're about to show you here. So it's, we don't it need... I mean, you, Ray, you and I are both old enough, or at least I am anyway. I got it. What do I have? A year on year or whatever? You have a year on me. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, to, to when the news, they reported what happened, and then we decided right. what to think about what happened. We report, now, you decide. Remember that? Remember that whole thing? What happened to that? It's gone. The what? I missed it. But we report, you decide. That was like a tagline to one of yeah. these news stations before, right? Right. And now it's, you know. I heard people saying that uh, the RNC should be broadcast on a one minute delay so they can fact check it in, in real time. Well, you know, it's, and honestly, if we didn't have these independent journalists out here um, being the news themselves, we would never know any of this was happening because MSN doesn't show this stuff. So yep. this is, this is, this kid got on video multiple times before the incident even occurred. So this is an interview with, with, with Kyle Rittenhouse prior to the shooting. So let's play this. What are you doing out here? Obviously, you're armed, and uh, you're in front of this so, business we saw burning last night. So, what's up? So, people are getting injured, and our job is to protect this business. And part of my job is also help people. If there's somebody hurt, I'm running into harm's way. That's why I have my rifle because I need to protect myself, obviously. But I also have my med kit. Yeah, it sounds like a, he's there to uh, to kill black people or something, right? Like he's a white supremacist, alt right psychopath, like the the, the left wants you to see. He, he uh, there's reports that he considered himself a medic, some kind of medical training. He's out there trying to protect property. And then, uh, you know, he gets into it. Like, so we're going to, we're going to show some of these videos. We'll break this down. So let's, let's pull up that first one. Okay. Pause real quick. All right. Just to set this up there, there's, there's a really, really good rethread or, or thread by the New York Times, and I cannot stand the New York Times usually, but their visual editing team 
or visual investigative team went out and broke down like 17 hours of footage from these incidents, put it in chronological order, um, put in, you know, identifying marks like, like with the circle and, and, and things like that really gives you a better idea of what's happening. So I encourage you to check that out immediately. Now this is, there was, there's basically two incidents. Okay. Kyle Rittenhouse gets into it. This is the car lot. This is where he was interviewed. This is the place that was vandalized and a bunch of cars were burned, destroyed the night before. Um, this is the shooting occurs here first. There, there's an incident here and then he gets chased out of there. And then the one in the street occurs that most people have seen. Now, if you look already, th there's a handgun muzzle flash visible in this, in this video already. Okay. He did not fire the first shots in Kenosha. Kyle Rittenhouse did not very, very important. So let, let's, let's go ahead and roll this. Let's roll all the way through this time. Okay. He's getting on the phone. Presumably calling 911 or whatever. That's a Daily Caller reporter out there trying to save this guy's life. That's Rittenhouse on the phone after his shooting. And now he's out of there because he knows what's going to happen. The mob's coming. Okay. So let's roll it one more time again all the way through. You're going to see a, a gun gunshot occurred. A handgun. He got, there was a shooting. He runs around. Oh, back it up all the way. Sorry. So now that you have that, that information, yeah, there we go. It wasn't letting me back it up. <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> I'm running this one on mute so we can talk straight yeah. over it. So the shooting, there's a shooting already occurred. Kyle's in that crowd. He's getting chased. That's the guy who gets shot and killed in the head. I want to point something out here. You don't see it in this angle, but if you go to that the threader like Ray had mentioned, you will see it there or just look on Twitter. There's other places too. There was someone chasing him who had a Molotov cocktail and yep. threw it at him. Oh yeah, so, I mean it, this isn't it's not what they're the they're, the story they're giving you to be honest. Right. So Rittenhouse is over there. This is this is after the shooting occur the shooting occurs right here. He runs back around, you're going to see him reemerge. The suspects down or or the uh, the victims down. The daily caller goes over there to get aid and he gets on the phone and he gets chased out of there. So no Kyle did not shoot the first round. Period. Um now, full disclosure, you, you can't see exactly what occurred after that handgun round went off and then the AR rounds from Kyle Rittenhouse kicked off. You cannot see what happened, but to say that he fired the first shot is absolutely incorrect. Okay. So now, now we're going to get into the next thing, but most people have seen more of is him getting chased down the street. He gets assaulted with somebody with a skateboard, who tries to crack him over the head, shoots him. And then another guy gets up over him with a handgun in his hand, who's now partially armed, right? That's the best meme of the day uh, of yesterday, the partially armed uh, gunman. <laughs> but, Mostly unarmed. Yeah, let's, let's, let's roll this all the way through, then we'll, we'll go back to it. Okay. On, on full screen, please, sir. That's Rittenhouse. Yeah. <laughs> 
chasing this kid down. 17. I mean, right there, let's just break down this scene right here, okay? The guy shot in the arm with a handgun. Um, you ran up on somebody with an AR-15 with a handgun. What did you think was going to happen? What what did you think was going to happen when you do that? Never take a handgun to an AR gunfight, right? The other guy shot in the stomach, cracks him over the head with, with a skateboard, okay? Let me tell you something from, from the perspective of, of being a police officer. If you're armed and you get knocked out, there's a very good chance that whatever weapon you had is going to be used against you. This right. is clear self-defense. Now, I, I, you know, the cop in me says that the shooting in the parking lot seems to have way more to it than, than the narrative. Okay. Uh, it, there was a shot fired by someone else first, but I, I have not seen the exact incident on that portion. I will not sit here and tell you that is a self-defense shooting. I'm telling you that someone else shot a gun before Kyle Rittenhouse did. Okay. So there's a lot to that story. I can't, I can't essentially tell you that it's a good shooting. This, these two guys that get shot, 100% self-defense, 100%. So let's, uh, let's back this up a little bit. Let's see if, if we can see the more of that skateboard strike. It's kind of hard to see, but there, I mean, if you go on Twitter, there is video after video after video. If you go to uh, my Twitter at, at Ray Dietrich's, um, I have the unthread on there from the New York Times with all the videos. Okay, there. Okay, so right there is a skateboard guy. Somebody kicks him. That guy's kicking him in the head. The next guy comes in with a skateboard from the left side, and he's going to try to swing and crack it on him. He's down with an AR. The mob's coming. What is he supposed to do exactly? Skateboard strike to the head, and he returns and, and shoots him. The other guy has a handgun. Shoots him. I mean, in my opinion, I mean, this video is almost 30 seconds and the, the time he was fi actually firing his weapon was was what two or three seconds at most, right? Yeah, exactly. So, isn't he mostly peaceful? He was <laughs> saying this kid was running away, running away, trying to flee. The first thing he did after the initial shooting was get on the phone. I'm guessing nine one one because there's another video. I don't know if we have it queued up. You don't have to show it. After this incident, after he shoots these two men, he gets up and runs towards police. The, the SWAT carriers, the, 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 the Bearcats, he's got his arms up, giving up, trying to give himself up to the police, and they don't take him because it, they, they probably don't realize that he's the, the shooter or whatever reason that he, they didn't. But um, there it is right there. Literally, this is where he ran to after the shooting is the police to give himself up. And, and another point to this, people want to say, oh, this is how the difference of the cops treat white people versus black people. Oh, this guy tried to give up. He's not fighting. He's got his arms up. He, he's he, he's walking towards the police. No, they're not going to just shoot him. For what? Now, I'm shocked that they didn't talk to him. I mean, being being a, an ex-police sergeant, I'd probably be a little bit irritated with my guys for, for not talking to the shooter or something like that. But it is what it is. You know, it's – I don't know how much more clear-cut of a, a self-defense shooting you could have in the street version. Now – Full, full disclosure, I don't I, I don't have all the, the videos or, or the answers or the evidence from what happened in that parking lot. And it, it could have been something different, but based upon a handgun going off first and, and the rest of this kid's actions, I would probably say there's a good chance that that's self-defense as well. Yeah. 
I would agree. I mean, he stated why he was there, and I don't have I don't have it up, but there's a photograph. I saw a photograph earlier today from what I believe is earlier than the video where he said he was there to defend and to uh, you know help if necessary from the medic. That's why he was carrying his weapon. But of, of him uh, scrubbing graffiti off a building. Yeah. Yeah, you know, he was there cleaning up graffiti. I'm still waiting to see what's his Jacob Blake. I'm waiting to see some of those photographs where he's helping clean up. You he's know, or, more into sexually assaulting 14 year olds. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll just say this as far as that goes. Uh, Jacob Blake would not have been shot by police officers if he was still in jail for sexual assault against a 14 year old. Yeah, and, and, you know, he wouldn't have been shot if he complied. He wouldn't have been shot if uh, he wasn't armed with a knife. He wouldn't have been shot if he, if he wasn't trying to fight with the police. He wouldn't have been shot uh, for a bunch of different things. Police yeah. shootings occur from, from, from almost always from lack of compliance. Um, the easiest way to survive an a, a encounter with the racist killer police is to comply and fight it in court. Period. Yeah. Um, th this is crazy, though, how this has gone down. So... Uh, we're going to move on. We're going to move on to the next one. This one still gets me irritated. I think, well, okay, I got one more point. I got one more point on this one. I, I saw someone bring up a point, and it's someone I respect quite a, quite a bit online. It's Tim Pool was like, hey, if using the point of him being 17, and, and, and uh, I believe that is illegal to open carry in that state at age 17, um, saying that, oh, since it's it, it open carry is illegal, he's breaking the law, shouldn't have been armed, now it's murder anyways. I don't agree with that at all. Okay, I don't agree with that at all. You can have a weapons charge. You you can you can break the law and have a weapon, but if, if you're still defending yourself or defending someone else's life and, and you use deadly force, uh, the law still protects you. Just because you're illegally armed does not mean that you didn't you cannot act in self defense. You might take a weapons charge, but I don't agree with that whatsoever. So that that's one of the yeah, other narratives that's out there. On that. I mean, right, let's move on to uh to uh, a little bit of cancel culture. Do you guys remember the Covington kids? The ones at CNN, everyone else tried tried to like make these kids miserable for for uh, you know being racist, MAGA hat wearing, horrible alt right. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's the famous iconic picture. That's, that's Nick Sandman when he was, I believe he was like seventeen years old when that happened. Sixteen, maybe. I think he was sixteen. And you know he's got that smirk on his face. People took off on it because of the picture. They didn't show the whole the whole clip. They didn't obviously they they, they made it to their narrative. He spoke at the RNC and. At the RNC, he he basically explained, and he always has explained, like the smirk was because he was 16 and nervous. He was freaking scared, man. He just didn't know what else to do. And his hands were behind his back almost the entire time for this. And and the guy you can barely see on the right right here, the Indian guy, turns out he's he's a professional protester. And he was banging the drum in a, a teenager's face. Yep. They were trying they're look, they're they're trying to get their clickbait. They're trying to get their picture. They're trying to intimidate this kid. They're trying to paint him as a racist, just like our opening clip. I mean, literally, like, what we're talking about is everything from that Breitbart clip in the beginning. It's crazy. The entire show is basically that, right? Um, it, and look, Nick Salmon sued everybody and crushed them. Now, they won't disclose how much money, but he he beat CNN and I think the, the Washington Post Correct. or New York Times. No, it's Washington Post so far is who he's won against. He has four more cases. I think New York Times, ABC, and I'm not sure of the of the rest. But he's even posted on his Twitter feed that it was uh, 
two down, four to go, or something like that. Yeah, and I think I think you know they don't disclose the money, but the rumor on the street is that it's like Lambo money, like big, big, big double digit millions money. And I hope I hope so. I love this meme, the highest paid person at CNN. This makes me happy to be honest. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> CNN's awful. But so, he spoke at the the uh, he spoke at the RNC, and we just got a short clip at the end. And uh, man, this kid was awesome that night. So let's roll that. And one more thing. Let's make America great again. What's so good about that is they framed it as they turned it to the red MAGA hat into, you know, the, the new white hood or whatever. Just because a, a kid was wearing a MAGA hat and they caught a short clip that didn't give the full context of the situation that made it look like he's being a dick when he was really good at that. They're, yeah. they're really good at taking a short clip, changing the narrative and look, nationalism does not equal racism. And that's what the left is pushing down the throat of, of everyone. That if you, if you're America first, you know, you're, that means you're white power nationalist, you know, so or you're, you're a white supremacist and you, you blah, blah. And they're trying to equate the MAGA hat, the Trump movement, nationalist movement as bad as racist as all these things it's just not true and we have a great example of that and, and i think i tweeted this out earlier i was like man i i wish that this one this video it was eight minutes uh that richard grinnell spoke at the rnc um who was the, the acting uh, uh national or, or defense was it the intelligence director god the dni i can't even, i can't even think of it what the hell his title was um the director of national intelligence. Anyways, he's the one who declassed all the FISA stuff on his way out. Like he did big things. He was a prior ambassador to Germany. Um, very big in, in the, these, the intelligence community. And he'll be, he'll be back. He, he's taking a little break. He's me back in this administration for round two, I'm sure. But he came out and look, he did an eight minutes speaking that I think should be required viewing for anyone voting in this election on either side. He explained um, the, the Trump America first doctrine better than i've ever seen and just absolutely filleted joe biden we have about a minute clip it's worth worth watching so let's roll that uh, before we get into it i'm going to bring something up we talked about earlier with it um this is a gay man mm. he, he's you know not in the closet a homosexual but uh, according to people on the left outfits like ours at america's keepers we're racist homophobes. Right. This right. guy is amazing. <laughs> you know, I'll just flat out say it. He's a, he's amazing. And this clip right here, uh, give me one second. I'll let it. Well, I mean, to, to comment on what you said, though, like, look, there's people talking about him running for president in 24. Like conservatives yeah. embrace everybody. That's one of the biggest lies there is about the conservative movement that we're racist, homophobe, xenophobe, all the phobe. We're bad people. Right. No. You know, say. We, we put everybody against the phobes. I mean, it's like the, I I forget. I don't care what people do. Like nobody cares about like being a homosexual or not. I could give a rat's ass about it. And, and most conservatives feel the same. So yep. let's roll this. In four years, Donald Trump didn't start any new wars. He brought troops home. He rebuilt the military and sign peace deals that make Americans safer. 
The Washington elites want you to think this kind of foreign policy is immoral. And so they call it nationalist. That tells you all you need to know. The DC crowd thinks when they call Donald Trump a nationalist, they're insulting him. As if the American president isn't supposed to base foreign policy on America's national interests. A return to the Biden way of thinking means America gives the radical terrorist regime in Tehran a plane load of cash in the middle of the night. Well, you see, President Trump also sent an aircraft in the middle of the night to deal with Iran. But that plane was on a different mission. An airstrike to take out the head of Iran's terror machine who plotted the deaths of Americans. But we also must be clear that when those who seek freedom... Oh, you can get it there. Amended- I mean, he, he basically needs that, that meme, the thug life to drop and the glasses and, and, and you know, like... <laughs> As soon as he's sending the plane on a different mission, that's one of the best. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I do have thug life glasses, but they're out in the Jeep. Dude, I mean, that 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 is the, the biggest piece of the RNC so far. It, it, best explanation. It's a walk off home run, um, and it's it's a clear. He explained in this speech better than I could ever do myself about what nationalism is. Nationalism is not, nationalism is not bad. It's not racist. It's not xenophobic. It's not any of this, the things they push on your throat. It's America first, which don't you want your president to, to, to want your nation's interest first? I don't understand what the problem is at all. It drives me insane. It's supposed to against that way. It's crazy. So, all right. I feel like uh, I've ranted enough on politics this morning. I, uh, I feel like I've got it out a little bit more. Um, we're going to be doing this. We're, we're not ready to set a, a regular date and, t- or date and time on it um, just because we're super busy with a bunch of stuff, just to be completely honest. But we will be rolling this show out quite a bit. Um, you could find us at americaskeepers.com. That's where our, our news and podcast, the hub is, all of our pro-police politics, uh, conservative uh, news and, and podcasts uh, can be found at americaskeepers.com. Find us there. Um, you can you can watch this show on YouTube, on Facebook. You can catch it on Periscope. You can catch it on iTunes. It's all the places. America's Freedom Keepers show. And my name is Ray Dietrich with my partner Zach Heilman. And uh, hey, are we putting oh, this on, on Cloud Hub? More. Hang on. Are we putting this on Cloud Hub? Uh, see, see, I can always I can leave it to producer Zach to remind me to say shit that I forgot. Okay. Um, there is something else. Yes, we are going to put this on Cloud Hub. There's a social network we just hooked up with, um, dealing with the the, uh, the the executives over there. An awesome um, an awesome platform. We're pretty excited about. It. It's called Clout Hub, C L O U T H U B, and um, it's a lot. It's a, it's a free speech social network. Uh, if you're familiar with Parler, that Parler kind of mirrors Twitter. This does much more. It has groups like like Facebook. It has channels. There's video content. There's news. Um, it's it's more robust of a, of a platform. We're very excited about it, and we just launched um, on our police side of our business. You know, we we have a, a huge following in in policing and law and pro law enforcement on Facebook. Uh, we've been shadow banned. We've been beat up with, with with you know Facebook jail, demonetized over and over. All of the things that that you know conservative and pro police outlets experience. So we're we're. So we started a new group and it's called thimbulinetv.com. It's uncensored video. I mean, we, we 
have probably pushed about 800 million minutes viewed a video this year on our, on our Facebook pages already. And we can't show you half the good stuff. We show all the body cams and pursuits, but there's a lot of uh, like officer involved shootings that, that Facebook will call graphic violence, you know, and, and they won't let us show it. Um, so that we have all of our uncensored videos there at thinbluelinetv.com. There's a group inside of Clout Hub. So if, you, if you're interested in that kind of stuff, uh, all the uncensored videos you want are there. Um, we have our news. We have our stuff. We'll have our politics in there. We have a channel launching today on that platform. It'll be one of the featured channels. And one of the other cool thing is, you know, we've been pushing video on Facebook for about six years. And one of the biggest things I always see in the comments over and over and over is, hey, what happened after this? They'll see a shooting. They'll see a pursuit. They'll be like, hey, did the guy go to jail? What happened to the officer? And, you know, we never we never found out. We never looked. We didn't have time to do it. But for Thin Blue Line TV Uncensored, we're doing something a little bit different. Um, Zach over here has done like ultra research. So he's, we already have, I think, 25, 26 videos uh, of use reports or pursuits or whatever they are and referencing links of what happened next. What, did the suspect go to jail? Did he die? Was, did he go to prison? Whatever. All the aftermath is there with, with resources. So you can find out what happened after the video and do a lot more. So thinbluelinetv.com uncensored. We would love to, to hook up with you at Cloud Hub. It's a cool platform, but it, it's only going to work if, if people go there and, and, uh, and start the, the conversation. So we hope to see you there. Yeah, solid, solid tech too. We've been on other ones that were just starting or whatever, and this one's young. There's not a lot of people there. Um, but you stumbled across it a couple days ago, Ray, and, and turned me on to it, and we both dug into it a little bit. And it's a solid from – a, from a tech standpoint, They've got their act together. They can have they can uh, host video inside it up to 500 megabytes. So not super long videos, but even if you do YouTube videos, they show the previews, all of those things. It's got groups, you know. So it's it's it seems like it may be a better version of Facebook in so far as what they allow and what they don't censor. So it's just about the free speech and, you know, allowing the conversation to take place around the issues, not exactly. censoring things you just disagree with, as you see, you know, on either of the platforms that you're that you're seeing this video. If you're watching live, we can't say certain things without risking uh, at this point our, our livelihoods or our pages or our channels or whatever. Um, so that's why we launched thinbluelinetv.com there because, I mean, how many, how many pages do we have in the police niche that are demonetized? Well, I think, uh, eight out of 12 eight. or something. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, we're systematically being taken off of Facebook and, and I mean, that's where our livelihood comes. I mean, we have to pay for podcasts. We have to pay for websites. We have to pay for things. We have to live, you know, there's, yeah. there's expenses in business, right? We do this full time. So, um, being demonetized on Facebook you know, it, it screws us and they know it and that's what's occurring. But the other, the other thing before we leave it on cloud hub that, that you'll see is, Hey, it's, I was excited yesterday because, you know, we've only been on there a few days and we started getting going. Um, and I got trolled by a liberal and I was actually happy about it because I, you know, some of these newer type, I won't even say their names, but some of these newer social media platforms that, that go after conservative types um, only have conservatives on it. And that it sounds cool and all, but you know, I, I want there to be a discussion. That's why I'm on Twitter because I like the fight. I like the war. I like I like to, to lay it to, to go out there and have debates with people. I like to have 
multiple perspectives weigh in on certain things. So the last thing you want to do is have a platform with just conservatives or just yeah. pro-police people. So I got trolled yesterday and I was, I was happy because there's some liberals out there that hated us and, and uh, you know, hopefully they'll join too. So we'll go from then. Hey, if you're a liberal and you hate the cops, come on in, see what happens. ThinBlueLineTV.com. Um, with that, yep. I think we're out of here, but I think we'll be back. We'll try to do this. We're trying to, to do this a couple times a week. So Yeah, we've just been shifting a lot of gears. It's not easy to switch an entire operation over to different platforms and get all the content out. So that all that takes time, effort. You know, We only have 24 hours a day, just like the rest of you. So we'd like to do this more, but we got a business to run. So there you go. With that being said, let's get back to work. All right. Catch you guys all. all right. Take we'll, care, we'll guys. Up your cloud hub. See you guys later. Thanks. Bye.